The more I think about it, the more I'm convinced. And, and uh, <laughs> I say this because um, I don't think people want to see justice, or they don't want justice. They want injustice to benefit them. And I've been saying that phrase for quite a while. And the more I see examples, the more I'm convinced, the more I become galvanized behind that thought. Yeah, it sounds cynical. It sounds. Uh, as I suck my teeth it just sounds so skeptical about everything and I, I, I try not to and it, it just ends up bringing me back to another place where I see that people do not care whether someone else gets screwed whether someone else does not get benefited as long as they do there were many calls in the past few days that saw me kind of take that turn in that direction a little bit sharper. Of course, you, you go and see Uruguay and VAR goes and makes the call. After uh, makes a call or not makes a call, I shouldn't say makes a call because VAR does not make calls. They they go and they tell the referee, hey, you know what, this is wrong, or you might want to take another look at it because it is not what you might have seen on the pitch. You might have a different angle, you might have a different perspective when you see it here. So the referee goes and sees it. V the referee, in essence, becomes VAR, and they end up making a decision based on the information that they've been given on, uh, on in, in the video or the evidence that they see, whether it's uh, worthy of overturning or not, or there's enough evidence to overturn a call. So, in this case, a Danubio player ends up falling in, in the area. He called a penalty on the pitch. VAR goes and turns around and says, hey, take a look. The referee goes. And the referee sees, nope. I mean, play, the defender's falling down. His arm is out. And I think if he, he grazes him with, his, with one of his fingers while he's running full speed, it's a great deal. And then the player from Danubio ends up taking two or three steps, then falls down. If you see it, you end up saying, the guy dove. And the referee goes and says, no, that is a penalty. Now, if... People go and say VAR is the worst thing that could have happened. VAR is the cameras. VAR is the technology. VAR is the screen. I don't think screens and cameras are out to get teams. The problem is that VAR is being run by the same play, the same characters, the same protagonists, the same individuals that have been screwing up on the pitch. The ones that have made the wrong calls on the pitch are the ones that are making the decisions in the booth now. 
I think that's where the problem lies. Not in the cameras, not in the technology. It's in the individuals that come in. Now, there's there's been many that have resisted players, or former players, I should say, to be part of VAR, to be part of that whole decision-making process and as far as that uh, the criteria that are that it that are established to be able to make a, de- a decision we, we, people start confusing things in order to make certain agendas come through people start confusing things so the, the status quo can remain if it benefits them and when it benefits them that ends up being the big problem that ends up being the big issue in all of this when you start to see oh VAR, VAR didn't screw you over man the referees that have been doing things wrong, quote unquote, screwed you over because they've always made the wrong decisions. They've always had inconsistent decisions throughout. And I can tell you this because there's no such thing, apparently, if you start looking at Argentine uh, football. And when you are part of the, the media day, And they say, hey, uh, the criteria are still the same. It should be the same throughout. So then why is it that calls are so different from one game to the next? Depending on the refereeing crew. Well, they have different interpretations. And for them, their interpretation is the only one. Now, will there be suspensions? Will there be reprimands? Will there be any type of of, uh, consequence if they did not follow the criteria? and based it all on their own individual interpretation. Uh, look, I'm not looking at the results because, to be honest with you, if you look at, and of course, every, many have been talking about River and Boca and Boca and River, and yeah, you know, they, they should. Now, are they talking in the, about it in the way that, they, that needs to be talked about? And eh, you'd have to go in on a case-by-case basis to be able to really go into that and delve into that a, a little bit deeper. But when you start to to look at how things occurred, you start saying, hey, wait, there's two different criteria here for a very similar foul. One was not. One was not a handball and, and, and is, is not called a handball. Another one, a very similar play, ends up being called a penalty. So what gives? That ends up being the big problem. That ends up being where players and fans alike end up being, hey, you know. And, and when you have these types of calls being made, it, it naturally is going to raise suspicion. Ah, so-and-so is being screwed over. So-and-so is being benefited. Are they not necessarily so? Because if you look at the arguments that were established by the teams on the pitch, it ends up being a totally different story. I mean, River did enough to be able to come back and, and win that match. They they had enough merit. They played better. Boca didn't. You know, Boca now two consecutive home games in, in league play, where they had to depend on a penalty to be able to bail them out or not. Of course, we have to remember against Arsenal that they ended up getting a penalty call. That you're like, what? That really was a penalty? I mean, it happens everywhere, but. Okay, well, the referee calls it, and in the era of VAR, it's going to be called, and it was. But that still didn't bail them out, because then 10 seconds later, after scoring, they end up getting scored on themselves. So, did that help out? No. 
did they have enough arguments to be able to beat, you know, to be able to go and, and beat Lanús? No. River did. Maybe a little bit more. They played better collectively. Yeah. But that's not, you know, I mean, if, if you want to base it on that, 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 you know, one team was benefited, yes, maybe. But then at the same time, the team did create enough arguments to be able to win. The other one didn't. But that, that goes beyond that, though. It goes beyond that. It, go, it goes into, what's the problem? Is it really VAR? I don't think it's VAR. I don't think VAR is the problem. I think the problem is the people that are running it. Yeah, just what I said. <laughs> These are the same people that have caused the problems from the get-go. This is the reason why VAR needed to be implemented, because of the whole host of things. Everything from um, poor decision-making to, to not understanding the rules to maybe thinking that their own rules are the, are the only interpretation that should be in place. To a host of other things. And of course, all of that leading to the politics of refereeing in some countries. Not all. I'm saying some. So start thinking a little bit more outside the box when you start saying, hey, you know what? VAR is a problem. It, look, it could be. It could be, but in the way it is being implemented. Not in the way that it, it should be done. And, and again, that's where we as humans and our errors and our defects... And our shortcomings end up being the major problem. It's not technology. It's us. And in VAR, you start to see exactly why that is part of the problem. Why it can't evolve. It can't improve. As an entity that was, in theory, brought in to create justice. Folks, are you the type that takes notes and does all types of things while watching a match? Taking notes, writing lineups, statistics, that type of thing? Are you a commentator, up and coming or established, that uh, really enjoys having something to be able to write notes on, keep mental notes, and kind of being able to translate them so you don't forget them in the middle of a match? Well, I have a little project that you can check out. You can check it on the show notes, check the link out, and be able to possibly even purchase it. It's not a very expensive investment. It's something that I have made to a very economical because I really want to have the most amount of fans be able to get them at a very low price. Again, check out the football notebook. Okay, let me know what you think. I'll put some images on every so often on social media so you get a better idea how this layout looks. Just so you see if it works out for you or not. It'd be great if it does. If it does, make sure you check it out on Amazon. Again, the football notebook.